Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. This episode is part of a very special series I have curated for you. Your level of emotional intelligence is one of the most significant contributors to your success in life, however you choose to define success for you. In my emotional intelligence workshops, I use the EQI 2.0 model to help professionals and leaders assess how they are doing in self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationships, decision-making, and stress management, the main areas of the model. The model contains 15 competencies grouped into each of the areas I just mentioned. You can learn more about the model at mhs.com. So what is so special about this series? Each episode is a deep dive into a competency from the model with an expert who provides you with strategies for improving your emotional intelligence. In this episode, Heil Rutledge tells us about what reality testing is, why it's important to one's emotional intelligence, and how to get better at it. Heil is president and principal consultant of OKA and is an experienced organizational development consultant, trainer, executive coach, author, and public speaker with a background in management, sales, adult education, and leadership development. Welcome back, Kyle. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I've enjoyed these conversations. I'm glad to be a part of it. Oh, and I, I'm especially interested about today because I know people are like, what is reality testing? But before we get into that, can you share a little bit about your background for maybe those that haven't watched the previous episodes? Sure. Uh, my name is Kyle Rutledge, and I'm the president and principal consultant of OKA, Otto Krager Associates. And we're a training and consulting firm in Fairfax, Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. And we specialize and have since our founding in 1977 on team and leadership development. Um, now, we use lots of, um, of tools, and uh, lately, uh, last uh, decade or so, we've become uh, most known for um, emotional intelligence and the EQI. We, we certify uh, more people on the EQI than, than any other facility, but, the, uh, but actually, we use a, a wide array of tools, and, the, um, and uh, we train trainers on how to use them, and then we also go out in the world and use this work to, to develop teams and leaders. And, and so uh, uh, I'm very excited about being a part of uh, this series you're put together, Chris. I appreciate awesome. that. Well, we, I appreciate you being here. So now before we jump into reality testing, I know there's some folks out there that aren't familiar with the model. Maybe they just happened upon this and they're like, what is reality testing? <laughs> Can you define it for us first? Yeah. And that's a, it's a great question because a lot of the, um, uh, a, a lot of the elements, uh, optimism, empathy, self-regard are obvious enough on their surface what they are. This one is not true. And the EQI model of emotional intelligence, what, what we're uh, focusing this conversation on, is worth studying for many reasons. But it's worth studying for, if only because it has reality testing in it, because it's the only emotional intelligence model I've seen. And there are a number of them out there in the world that has this concept in it. And so uh, it's a little 
complex just because there it's got mo- a few moving parts to it, but it is um, it's juicy and important. And in fact, of all the elements that are in this model, this is the most important. Um, certainly in this day and time, in our current uh, personal, sociological, political age, yeah. it's the most important topic we have in front of us. So, what is it? A reality testing is your ability, your tendency to stop action, to kind of stop where you are in the moment and really zero in to facts on the ground, what's actually objectively, analytically, what's happening right now. What what did Chris just say? What were the words that she said? Um, That experience that I had with Frank, what what was it? What did we just experience just now? Um, And so I can zero in on the reality of now. Now, at the same time, I can really take a look at my own emotional state. In emotional intelligence terms, I'm using emotional self-awareness. But what am I feeling right now? Um, and, the, um, and then compare those two in terms of, is the feeling I'm carrying um, connected to, reasonable, given that, or it, 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 uh, justified, given those realities on the ground, given what Chris said, what Frank and I just experienced is that, um, and when they, if they are, that's terrific. That make, then everything makes sense. But when they aren't, when my feelings are out of line, out of proportion, uh, the, uh, the, what reality testing pushes me to do is to actually step back and question my narrative. To question my logical narrative. And by questioning my narrative, I'm opening myself to change my mind. And by changing my mind, I can then change my feeling. Um, and so, so the lot going on there, yeah. what's actually going on? What am I feeling right now? How congruent, how connected are those? And if they aren't, let's do some analysis around that. That's reality testing. Now, if I don't do that, if I'm low in reality testing, then what I am doing cognitively, uh, I'm, I'm using what's called emotional reasoning. Mm. Emotional reasoning. Now, what emotional reasoning is, is, um, is that I have a feeling and I let that feeling drive my narrative. The feeling I have is driving my narrative. So uh, some examples. Let's say I, I'm, I'm, I'm outraged. I'm outraged um therefore you must have just said something outrageous <laughs> obviously because i'm outraged i mean my outrage is the proof of it um yeah or or i'm i'm afraid of you i'm afraid of everybody knows i'm afraid of chris and so so clearly you're frightening clearly you're scary because and my fear is the proof of it and so I, I get into and stay in this little cognitive emotional bubble where my feeling drives the narrative and my narrative reinforces the feeling. And, and that's a, um, and that's what emotional reasoning is. And it doesn't have to be a negative feeling. Now it always has a negative impact because emotional reasoning is not a good idea, but the, uh, but it could be a positive thing like, Oh, Oh, Chris, Oh, Chris, I adore Chris. I, I, I care so much about Chris. And because I care so much about you, you care about me and you've got my best interest at heart. And not necessarily. I mean, not ju- just because I have all these feelings towards you doesn't mean they're reciprocated or that you're, you're telling me the truth or anything. And the, um, and so that, that's emotional reasoning again. Yeah. Um, and so reality testing is the pin we have to pop this bubble. Reality testing is what we can use to pop our cognitive bubbles. Um, and the, um, 
And so uh, when I hear you saying something, it's like, whoa, I'm feeling really anxious right now. I'm feeling really afraid. But why is that? What did she just say? Uh, uh, what did she just do? And why is why am I feeling that way? And am I conflating two things that needn't be conflated? Or what? Uh, the um, reality testing has us go back and do that analysis. I love that. It's like it, it, I love you. You termed it questioning your narrative. Yeah, because we do. I love to say that we create stories for everything, <laughs> and so that's the ability for us to question those stories. Right. And, and, and reality testing is, is not the, is the ability. You're absolutely right. But the more we use it, the more there's urgency behind it. I need to do that. There's nothing sacrosanct about this narrative I'm holding. If it's true, it can hold up to some analysis. Yeah. And if it's not, it's a good thing. I, I, mm-hmm. uh, I questioned it cause it, uh, cause it wasn't helping me. Yeah. I'm tired, I'm hungry, you know, whatever, (laughs) for whatever reason, anyway. (laughs) All right, so for those that maybe aren't as good at questioning their narrative, i.e. reality testing, what are some suggestions for helping them improve? Well, so one of the things that is, uh, that's valuable is to really, um, so the more I utilize in EQ terms, my flexibility, my empathy, the, the, the more that would be really helpful. Um, and so the, um, so one of the ways I can do that specifically is, is, um, is at the meeting, um, that I'm, um, uh, that I check in with you. Um, and, uh, cause, cause I heard the, the guy just said that the person who was leading this uh, meeting, uh, you know, Juan said that, and I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm up around the ceiling. I'm so uh, in disbelief because I, because of that, so I'm all rattled and that for me to go. So Chris, what did you just hear? What, how did that impact you? What do you, what do you think about that? What does that mean? And, and then I can, and then I can ask Keisha, I can ask Susan, I can ask Karen, I can, ask, I, and, and, and cause it turns out they don't have the same feeling that I do. Uh, and the, and so that's empathy, that's flexibility, it's gathering more data. Um, and, um, and, and so coming out of my head, coming out of my own story and asking, um, the, another part of, um, of, uh, this, of, of using empathy, it's again, it's injecting that, that bubble that we're talking about mm-hmm. The reality testing is popping the bubble. One of the things that bubble cannot stand, it can't stand it is data. <laughs> new data, um, data that contradicts what's in there is, which is why the uh, it's it's good that these bubbles stay, are, are are so thick because they don't want to. They're trying to keep new data out. Yeah. Um, and so, part of it is wondering this this person, uh, this thing that outrages me, this thing that I'm afraid of. Uh, the more I can wonder, what is it about? What is it? What does it look like on that? person's side of the fence. Uh, uh, what's the story they tell me? A great uh, narrative exercise. And this is about empathy. This is about flexibility. So it's a, just another example of the same thing. But is, let me try and bend my mind to a narrative in which I'm not the protagonist. <laughs> uh, where I'm the antagonist. And so I'm not saying I'm the bad guy. I'm saying that what would the story be where I were? I don't have to make up things. Uh, the uh, where I'm the I said I'm making up facts and I'm uh, making assumptions that are wrong and I'm I, but just uh, in the structure as it is now. Um, let me try and think about what's because uh, 
I don't know many people. I don't know that I know anybody who is the antagonist in their own story. And we're always the hero. <laughs> uh, and, and so so let me try and understand your story where I'm a, a bit player at best, and maybe even the heavy, you know? And that's the um and that's powerful. Um and so can Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, a mind once stretched by a new idea never regains its original dimension. And I love that quote because it, um, even if I go back to the original thought that I had uh, and the original conclusion that I started with, that's all right. But I'll never go back exactly to what that was yeah. because I am going to be sitting in uh, in this in the reality that I've stretched this out, I've considered these other things. I've considered the possibility. It now lives in my brain that there's this other story that could be told that other people actually have and are telling themselves right now. Huh, that's interesting. What, what does that mean? How is that going to impact this? And what does that look and sound like? Huh? What choice do I make now based on the fact that that happened? And so that's part of what reality testing can do. And it draws heavily on on uh, empathy, draws heavily on flexibility. I love that. Uh, perspective shifting. Yep, exactly. Yeah, essentially, exactly the is. ability to do that. I love it. Perfect. So what would it look like then um, if someone's overusing this? And that's, so I want to answer that because I think it's important for us to realize that all of these, if they're muscles, that all of them can be out of balance. If yeah. I go to the gym and only work out my front, whatever I can see, um, that uh, I, I, <laughs> Interesting really visual. Out, I really need to work out my, my back uh, the, the, to, to balance that out. And that's the, um, uh, and so that's the, uh, the, so the same thing goes here. That being said of all of the, I, I think it is a big personal, big uh, organizational, big societal problem that we underuse this one. So mm -hmm. I don't see too much of it being something that anybody has to work. I've, I've just anecdotally haven't yeah, seen. Which is, I'm curious what it would look like. <laughs> what it would look like is the, um, is somebody that is, is so focused in on the here and now reality of something that, um, that they are uh, really slow to, and maybe even loath to think about What's between the lines? What's not being said? What is the mm. um, the is, what is the 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 theme or the um, and the, because there are things that are that I imply or there are things that I infer, but I don't actually say them, and the um, and it's it's all subtext and the uh, and the more you're into reality testing, the more you might miss that because well, what you literally said was this, but that uh, um, and that so there's a a point at which um, you can uh, it's somebody who's hyper engaged with reality testing also may not see or engage um, with things that don't um, uh, that can't be proven and seen, quantified mm. and verified. So, okay, I know some people like this. <laughs> love esprit de corps, <laughs> uh, the spirituality. If you can't put it on a ledger, you know, put it on a spreadsheet and show it to me. I, you know, I don't, I don't have much call for it. Yeah. And so, it's possible. Uh, yeah, but, um, I've seen it now. Now that you explain yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things, uh, Chris, I think is so interesting is one of the reasons why I think this is in such deficit right now um, is um, is social media and these devices that we carry mm -hmm. around all the time because the um, 
our, our social media platforms and our news outlets and all of that is are actually set up. They're programmed on algorithms that put us in and keep us in our cognitive bubbles. Because it turns out we're easier yeah. to market to, we're easier to sell stuff to, we're easier to control, which means it's easier to have us keep putting our eyes on that screen if we are kept ginned up, if we're kept um, outraged. Uh, and they. Um, so the last thing they want us to do is, well, leave this and let's get another perspective. Uh, yeah. uh, I just told you something that you like, that you agreed with, but let me tell you <laughs> something you're not going to like and not going to agree with because it's good for you. Yeah. Um, uh, you just ha- enjoyed that piece of pie. Now let me give you a Brussels sprout. You know, the, <laughs> it's like, we don't do that. I mean, and so that, yeah. that is the, um, uh, and, and so we are, are, there's just such a profit motive and a control motive to keep us in our bubbles. They worked hard to put us there. The last thing they want us to do is pop them. And the, um, and so it's kind of insidious. Uh, and, and we, but that's, and that's not the case with all of these, but reality testing really speaks to something that is a, an important issue. Uh, it's sometimes even think it's a crisis and then, and we've got a steep hill to do something about it. So I'm hearing a public service announcement. First, yes. those bubbles, people. Yes. <laughs> save the world. Pop your bubble and save yes. the world. Yes. <laughs> oh, now before we get to your final piece of advice, can you share a little bit about OKA with our listeners? Sure. I, I um, We do a lot of training and uh, development and uh, we train trainers and come out in the world and do our work. But so much of the work we do, um, uh, uh, leadership, team, organization development, all comes down to training and focusing in on the individual, the individual's growth. Uh, and we do that through coaching. We do that through training. We do that through all kinds of, of means. But um, my belief and our belief here at OKA is that um, that effectiveness comes through a greater self-awareness leading to better self-management. Yeah. Greater self-awareness leading to better self-management. And the um, and if you have that, whether that's through uh, emotional intelligence, which is wonderful, or the drive or the Myers-Briggs or any one of a number, do- dozen other kind of uh, uh, tools, um, and the uh, and no matter what, if you want to apply that learning towards leadership, towards team, towards what, what, whatever it is, uh, the um, all, all of that's great. But it all comes down to I need to understand myself uh, so that I can manage myself and be better on Tuesday than I was on Monday. Um, and that's the um, anyway. So that's our philosophy. That's what we've done since our founding in 1977. If there's some way we can kind of help you or uh, help uh, nurture your growth, we would love it. Awesome. And we'll put your uh, web address in the episode description. That's great. Thank you, Chris. Okay. So your final piece of advice on reality testing. Reality testing. And here's, this is a, a, a big one. And, and this is a, um, a, a huge pothole that I like to let people know about so that, because if you know the potholes there, the chances that you're going to fall into it, or at least wreck your alignment <laughs> is, uh, it goes down dramatically. A little so, bit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, um, if you don't know it's there, you're certain to fall into it, but yeah. the, um, and so the thing is when you're, if you're struggling with reality testing, even what we said when we talked about it a few minutes ago was that a great first step is being able to, um, 
when I come out of the meeting and I'm all wrapped up and you know, grabbing the ceiling, I can't, I can't uh, take it. That that a great technique is to well step in and let's let me ask Chris what what uh, what the impact on her is going to be and how about how about John and uh, you know how about you that kind of thing to to check in and check their uh, awareness against mine. So that's a common great uh, thing to do. Here's the bit of advice that if I am struggling with reality testing and my reality testing is low, which I'm assuming it is, or I wouldn't have chosen it to work on, um, that likely, not just possible, I would say it's likely that even if my intentions are good and I intend to do that exercise you just gave me, I'm what instead I'm going to do is go around and find my bubble. I'm finding my echo chamber. And so I come out of that meeting all worked up. Chris, what do you think about And you go, oh, well, that's, it's not that big a deal. I kind of expected it. And I think it's so you're Frankly, you're of no help to me, Chris. I mean, because uh, uh, that doesn't look like my experience at all. I mm-hmm. don't even really understand. Uh, so I go, but John, John, Keisha, Sal. I had to go all the way down to Karen until I found somebody that would go, yeah, I can't believe it. Can you? Yeah. Can, and so, so then I feel like we're connected. Uh-huh. And I think, I think, I feel like I'm doing exactly like you asked me to, to check in with everybody else, but actually <laughs> I'm doing 180 degrees from what you asked me to do. Yeah. And that's the, because I'm, I'm checking in, but I'm not actually questioning my narrative. I'm trying to find my echo chamber. Yeah. Um, and the, um, and so the intent of this is because that's almost certainly going to happen. And so you need to catch it, acknowledge it, treat it with some grace, and then try it again. Because the step is once I hear from Chris, that one, my, experience at all, huh, what must it be like? I need to ask myself to have that not be the experience at all. And what would I need to think for that not to be the case? And uh, what would this actually be like if I were the one that was out mm. of proportion or if I was the one that was out of line? And hmm, that's uh, what, uh, so that doesn't mean I have to change everything, but that's, those are the data that I'm trying to inhale. Yeah. Um, and and everything in us, not everything, most of what's in us is set up to try and get us not to inhale that. Don't inhale that. You don't agree with that. Well, no, that's why I need to inhale that. Um, and that's the, uh, so that would be my advice. And it lives just with reality testing. I love it. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Heil. You bet. It's my pleasure. Good luck, Chris. To learn more about Heil, visit his website at oka-online.com. Does your organization need a proven leadership development program? Visit christinaeans.com for more information.